What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Junction podcast. My name is Andre, and I'm here with my buddy Chase. And the main topic of today's episode is dealing with feeling insecure when you're doing jiu-jitsu. Now, this is this is a common problem that not a lot of people want to admit to, but it, it happens to everybody. And <laughs> it happens all the time. From the time you start until you finish. It's something you'll have to deal with for the whole time. So. Yeah, I mean, insecurity, <laughs> it's just, it's a common emotion that, yep. that happens for all kinds of different reasons, and we'll dig into those. But it's not just jujitsu, um, but there are a lot of things about jujitsu that make it very common for most people to feel insecurity. And... Most people, a lot of it boils down to the fact that most people don't have a ton of experience doing anything like jujitsu in today's modern world. Yeah, I, I, probably the, I don't know, maybe it's just a common question or is that universal thing where you start, you know, you hear something, you start hearing it a lot. But maybe in the last six months, I've had probably four conversations with white belts where they were like, yeah, you know, I've never, I've knew this guy my whole life. Like one of them, I, I knew this guy my whole life and. We never kind of uh, seen who was the the physical, you know, like we, we never tested that hierarchy like uh, physically, you know, that was the first time, you know, so uh, people, it's not common, especially what I guess with the last five years or so, you know, people don't do a lot of wrestling and rolling and if you wasn't brought up in that, right? Yeah, like I a, mean, like, like think about what a playground looked like 20 years ago. 30 years ago and then compare it to what a playground looks like now with all the helicopter parents kids get scolded for touching each other even if it's just friendly play you know yeah. and there's no there's no rough housing <laughs> my kid is going to get in trouble all the time at a playground <laughs> i know <laughs> he will he's <laughs> <laughs> like but I, i've been in a gym we wrestle every time we see each other you're my size you're not a giant i could wrestle you <laughs> well he also wrestles people far bigger than him. yeah that's what i mean though is when he sees little kids he gets excited yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so let's kind of go over some of the common reasons why we feel insecure on the mats first and then we will talk about some of the solutions that we might have after we introduce these problems so the first the first problem that we have is that there's a lot of uncertainty because you know our brains want to categorize our experiences that's kind of how our brains work. Jiu-jitsu doesn't have a category for most people. Right? So that there's a whole lot of unknowns that come uh, with doing jiu-jitsu and that leads to uncertainty. Uncertainty is very uncomfortable. It leads to anxiety and insecurity. Yeah, I think maybe I'm wrong. Being being something that's physical, you know, against another human. Um, like if you're playing a game, you can usually write it off as like, well, you you beat me in a game, you know. But this is a physical thing, and, and as much as you want to say that, oh, you know, I don't care about the physical. You come to a jujitsu class, you touch hands with another grown man, um, and he kind of grabs you a little bit. You've never been grabbed. You're probably going to instantly grab him back hard. You know, that's uh, not many men have the reaction where they. Uh, get grabbed hard and they retreat, you know, in any situation. So it, it's it's a uh, you feel like you, you should be you should be better. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you should be good already, or you should be better. This is a man sport, you know. 
Uh, I think that plays probably the biggest role. Yeah, and like this, this uh, you know, I should be able to handle myself thing is it's pretty common. Everyone, everyone yeah. feels that way, and then they start it, and they they they're like, oh shoot, no, I can't, <laughs> and that and that's it's very jarring, and it leads to the uncertainty and insecurity. Um, so let's let's move on to the next point, and then we'll kind of go through and and <coughs> actually answer these I gotta, things. I got to really so. A okay. funny, funny story. So jujitsu, right? I love jujitsu. One of my favorite things. So I had a guy come in and try jujitsu, you know, and uh, this, and all it was insecurity, right? But it, it didn't go the way he wanted it to go. And uh, you could just hear first, first little interaction. Boom. You could hear it. You could hear it start building. And I'll give it to him. He was tough. He stayed all three rounds. Um, and he got done, you know, just got finished the guy on the, there wasn't even a guy was a kid. 16-year-old kid was on his was on mount, uh, maybe the fourth or fifth tap, you know. And every time he, this guy, he wouldn't tap. He would verbally, ah, you know, and tap. But when he got done, his in, the, the first thing he said was, uh, oh, well, you know, I, I fight. Like, uh, that's what I do. He's like, you know, is there, is there a fight practice? This dummy showed up at a fight practice three hours later. The same mentality and got, it was bad. But, yeah, so <laughs> it was like, it was a transit. It was just, he was like, oh, but I fight. And it's like, well, buddy, you just. That, that kind of counts as a fight a little bit, <laughs> that, that 16-year-old boy that was 140 pounds. And you were, he was probably 220 pounds. You know, a solid. I was like, buddy, that was a 16-year-old kid. He was on, he was on mount. He'd done tapped you four or five times. Well, I didn't tap. I, I guess technically you didn't. You're right, but that was those are all insecure answers, right? Right. Like, yep. I didn't tell man. It, you know, so yeah, it's uh, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's that's pretty. I don't know that. Obviously, I took it way off track, <laughs> but I didn't know any other place I could tell that story. That's insecurity but, for sure. Yeah, like, like there's there's a lot of ways that insecurity can show up. That's one of them, right? That's one of the ways. The other one is like the more anxious, withdrawn yeah. insecurity, right? Yeah. Uh, the introspective yeah. insecurity. Don't feel like you know what's going on. Like uh, I don't. Yeah. I've seen people you know, don't want to uh, mess up the other person's training. Like, oh, I don't want to – this person knows what they're doing. Like, I don't uh, – Yeah, and that's that's really common too. Like, hey, th- I, I'm not giving to this person yeah. the way that they're giving to me. So many times I've I – mean, hey, I'm sorry. You know, and I'm, hey, I'm sorry for what? He's like, man, I, sorry, this is all I got. You know, this is – it's all I can give you. And it's like, man, you're, you're fine. Like, that's part of the process. It's okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, let's get on to the next point. So that, that was uncertainty. Uh, we've got comparison to others. And I, they're the common quote, like, comparison is the thief of joy. It's very, it's very real, especially in something that's both a, a individual sport and it's very competitive. Like, there's nothing more competitive than seeing who will win in an altercation, right? Yeah. And there's there's so much that goes into it. And I think that there's this kind of mythos of, of jiu-jitsu where if you learn techniques, you're going to succeed. <laughs> and that's not true. I, I, it's, I know a lot of techniques. I know a lot of techniques. I get my bucket. <laughs> but it's not, it's not enough. There's so much more that's going yeah. on you know, below the, the water level of the iceberg, so to speak. Like there's there's experience levels, attribute disparities, like look at the, look at my puny arm compared to his. You know, there's size, strength, athleticism, mobility, age, recovering, and natural aptitude. I am 
I have no natural aptitude for jujitsu. I have to kill it with reps. Like I have to do something for probably two or three times as long as the next person to to get something. And that's just a part of how I learn physical things. And and it's hard for people to accept that there is a fundamental inequality in all kinds of different things, and that includes jujitsu. So that's tough for people, and it gives people insecurity about it. And that requires a mental shift that we will talk about later. And the next one we have is perfectionism. It's something, perfectionism is something that people tout as like, oh yeah, that's that's my weakness, like in the job interview. It, perfectionism it is a weakness. It Don't pretend it's something else. Um, it's not that useful in life. And it's really, really not useful at the beginning of jujitsu where nothing, nothing is going to happen that's perfect for you. No, jujitsu is not magic. I mean, it is, but it is not. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, that's a very interesting, I, I see that a lot with like a successful business, uh, like corporate maybe. So usually like a successful corporate guy is where I see that at. You'll see his frustration because like he should have it. Like, you know, that's that's the insecurity there because he, he's looking around. He's like, man, everything I do, I've got to be the top person. You know, I'm in a, there's a couple that I've, you know, and they eventually gain the confidence, get through that insecurity. Um, you know, usually it takes uh, a little while, but yeah, they get used to where they're at in yeah. the pecking order, yeah. you know, and that's, you know, a natural human thing is yeah. to, ha to have that. And, and it's not just because you're like in the middle or the bottom of the hierarchy or whatever doesn't mean that there's like, it's not a bad thing. That's just where you're at. And it's someone has to be there, and and most of the time the people that are at the top want to help you, so yeah. you're a part of like this little tribal unit, and they're invested in you. You're invested in them. It doesn't have to be a negative thing, but perfectionists tend to view it as a negative thing, and God, finding perfection against a resisting opponent, really tough. Yeah, no, for sure. Everything is an adjustment. I love the way. Uh, you know, we talk about all the time some of the, the different styles of, of teaching. You know, our instructor, one of his styles is kind of, you know, show you the idea. And then you got to kind of make it your own. Like, he's just showing you an idea, and there's a bunch of different attachments to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And none of them are perfect. Nope. Not <laughs> one. They're okay. all blended. They're all, you know, there, there isn't a perfect formula. Um, accountants seem to have an issue with that, too. <laughs> I'm an accountant. <laughs> But I'm I didn't say sure counting. He, I didn't say counting. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. <laughs> the top degree. Counting. Counting, yeah. <laughs> degree in counting. Tom has a degree in counting. That's so funny, right? <laughs> but no, yeah. It, uh, Don't but hurt it, me, it's Tom. just, it's usually a straight line thinkers, I think, have a problem with that perfect. Like, no, it's got to be this way. It's got to be this way. Um, yeah. So. And those those people look for pockets of perfection, and they they can find some some success in that. Now, it, as long as it doesn't create that insecurity, right? It might necessarily not be a bad thing, as long as you're uh, resilient with it. You know, yeah. you're just over and over. Nope, it's got to be this way. It's got to be this way. You know, but it's really that that shaping view of how you're viewing things. Um, yeah, one of one of the uh, the other day, uh, I believe, yeah, yesterday, um, no, the day before yesterday. 
um, he I, I ran into one of those types of people and he was talking about like you know what no matter how much I try on my track of things that I'm doing this person makes it so that I can't do it it is it just doesn't matter how much I try but I can't do it and there was it was just like a a little peak of insecurity and this guy's an upper belt he's very very skilled he, but he's a, a straight line thinker and you know you hear it and it's just part of things yeah you know and and like i'm sure that today he's feeling just fine but it was just like an isolated tough experience mm-hmm. and that's a part of the sport it probably happened after training right yeah it happened after training with somebody who isn't usually there. Makes so. sense. So yeah, so uh, the, the last thing that we're gonna kinda add as a topical thing is uh, anxiety. Um, anxiety, both social anxiety and just anxiety, the generalized emotion. Um, Jiu-Jitsu's a social sport. How long does it take to get, get through that? I don't mean to cut, like. Anxiety? Um, think, yeah, like that. that. I, I've definitely seen it, you know, and it's, it's the contact. I had a lady at a, I might even talk to her at, a, at some other podcast. I've talked about her who, uh, you know, it brought back some, some real claustrophobic memories of a car wreck, you know, when she was, I remember the first one, she had a panic. The second one, a little uncomfortable. And then she was really good for a couple. We had a, t- a really, really tough practice one day, kind of one-on-one session with a group of girls, the girls at Krav Maga places are the toughest I've ever seen. <laughs> But these girls are learning jiu-jitsu, and they've done a really tough jiu-jitsu day, and you've seen her emotions start bringing it out a little bit. But I guess that's it, right? It's, it's one of them things where, like, she learned to control it a little bit, and then she had one of those days where it crept back in. Uh, I don't really think that eliminating anxiety is realistic. I think that learning how to manage it is very realistic, and having the amount of anxiety that's going on in the background can definitely go down a hundred percent that's kind of what therapy is about right um so anxiety can you can you can do things to drop the anxiety um part of it is just continuing to do the things getting used to it right but we we do all we can to suppress or not suppress to address and eliminate as much anxiety as we can but we're always going to have these flare-ups because anxiety isn't like a, a disease it's an emotion and it's an emotion that's like kind of a clue as to where you're at in your experiential journey in whatever we're talking about in this case jujitsu mm-hmm. right and the <clears throat> social anxiety is kind of something that's becoming common um and we're gonna give some like worried about the interaction before and after right oh, yes yes <laughs> yeah right like <laughs> yep so let's uh so yeah it's 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 tough to adjust to doing something that's a social sport if you're somebody who has has or has had social anxiety or other forms of anxiety in their life experience get kind of out of control. I I just uh it's it's hard. 
I think anxiety, and obviously I know it doesn't, um, but, you know, I, I coach beginners and I coach kids, you know, which are the two most malleable and changeable type, uh, you know, shiftable, adjustable, whatever, you know, but a lot of times, you know, teach a kid how to deal with that anxiety, it kind of covers and they can almost get rid of it, you know, like it's almost gone, like it doesn't, like, I, so it's hard for me to, um, get a get a grasp on how something can really something that's a thought it's hard for me to grasp on it um i'm thankful <laughs> that i can't uh and i know worry. that's a super clear thing and, and i do have uh things that i believe I, I am anxious about some but i don't really have a lot of anxiety and a lot of the kids that i've coached i've been able to really kind of cut that out uh or at least then be able to deal with it to a point where it doesn't seem like they have it you know yeah, that, most, that, I may not have it, and I know it's not a disease. I don't, uh, but it's the, hard for you. To not an emotion, yeah. Not an emotion that that, that they allow uh, in control at any time. I think about that that Disney movie, maybe or Pixar, the emotion movie where they're on the inside and the emotions are fighting. The emoticons. Yeah, maybe. I'm not even <laughs> sure. I just know it's a bunch of, and they're all uh, fighting for like who's in control. You know. Right. Um, so I just uh, I think they've th- th- that's something I, I try to help them with is getting really good control on that. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean kids are definitely more malleable. Yeah, no, um, for sure. It's very tackleable, if that's a word, uh, mm-hmm. to to address your own anxiety. Yeah, um, you might need help to do it. Uh, you might not. Spending time in the sport and spending time doing the things that give you anxiety in the right dosages will bring it down as a general rule, right? Then you're anxious because you're insecure, right? Most of the time. Most of the time there. Like yeah. the anxiety comes from the insecurity of like not thinking you're going to do good enough, not thinking you're going to do good enough, and now it starts. Yeah. And then there's also like there's this, there's this scientific thing that says something along the lines of 40% of anxiety is based on recent life events. So mm. it could it could be completely unrelated to jujitsu. Yeah. And that will eventually fade if you process things normally. Yeah. But uh, anyway, let's get over let's go over some potential solutions to these things so that we can leave people feeling empowered instead of feeling insecure or depressed or anxious. Yeah, better believe it. Get over that shit. <laughs> Get over that shit. And, nah, and, and that's, that's the end of the podcast. Get over it. <laughs> Get over that shit. <laughs> so let's start. Let's go in order. Let's start with the uncertainty aspect of jiu-jitsu. That's one we just got to understand and dive into, right? Like, uh, yeah, you're uncertain because it's brand new. Um, you know, I, I love the it's kind of the cliche thing, like you know, dive into it, and that's that's how you become. But so like that that's one that you just gotta take you a couple breaths, say this will it will be okay. It is new. I understand it's new. It is new. I understand it's new. Um, you know, I think that's the first way you deal with that uncertainty because you don't know. Um, you can also, which sometimes it might backfire, but YouTube is such a valuable resource. Um. I'll guarantee if you want to know what does the jiu-jitsu class warm-up look like, YouTube. You know, what what what's this, what's the, when they drill hard, what's that going to look like? YouTube it. 
You know, uh, okay, let's see. When they do positional drills, what's a positional drill look like? YouTube it. So, like, if if you're uncertain about things, um, I tell my kids all the time that I coach, uh, and of course the the younger adults, and I and I, I coach a lot of adults up to you know, like 22, 23, 24 that I really focus with the amateurs. Um, do you not have Google? Can you not go to YouTube? Then why why do you not know? Like, why are you like, oh, I wonder. You don't have to wonder. Like, you don't have to be sitting there and like you've signed up for these jujitsu classes and classes tonight at six o'clock. You don't have to like if if you don't know what color gi to wear, check out one of our videos. <laughs> yeah, we have a video on that. Somewhere. You know, but really, yeah. like, uh, and, and there's yeah. probably, and I'm not. We're the only ones that have a video online about what. <laughs> no, I, I watched some girl show us how to tie her gi, and I was like, why? Well, I just watched that, <laughs> and I wasn't like looking at her at all. I was just like, okay. I, yeah, I tie my pants the same way. Yeah, you're right. I pull it tight there. But, you know, you can really find anything. Like, we've talked about hair. We've talked um, how to pick the right hair tie. So it's like to, to be uncertain, to not know, that's almost – I don't mean to sound mean, but it's almost lazy. Because um, it's like if I – now, there is stuff too complex that I can't understand, and I get that. But, like – Yeah, you could get the basics on the internet. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, and at least uh, in, see what intro, to expect. <laughs> intro to the concept. Um, there are things that are a little bit more clear answers to clear questions. Yeah, probably, I, probably in the next six months, you'll be able to find everything on our channel. That's the stuff we're answering, right? Yeah. The stuff that cuts out, like, what do I do with my, my glasses? Like, I can't see. Like, right. There's so many things that can cause that anxiety. Listen, here it is. What do I do if the guy's aggressive? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, we did a podcast on that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I want to tra I travel and do so it just goes on and on, but like all the information is there. So that's how we deal with uncertainty. Yeah, we we get we get a baseline information. Edumacate. Edumacation. Real word. Edumacate. Yeah. Edumacation. Um, if you're feeling uncertain because of your actual physical experience with going to class, that is one of the few times where just show up makes sense to me. For sure, but we, didn't we talk at one time about preparing? Like if you if you're worried about the physical side of class, then six weeks before you sign up, you need to do a G, a general prepared, a general physical preparedness workout, where you are you know, again carry carry the same thing right. Like uh, you've got to prepare your body. Like you can, you know, class is gonna be forty five minutes to an hour. Like prepare for forty five minutes to an hour of some kind of physical work, even if you're just walking fast on a treadmill and taking breaks, doing squats, and then walking on a treadmill. Just something can can start cutting that. Okay, well, at least I know I can exercise for an hour. So, like, even that, if you don't feel physically, um, you know, there's things you can do there, too. I just – it's hard to – everything we can do, there's preparation. You know, we can prepare for that. Yeah, you can you can look up a jiu-jitsu warm-up drill, do that a little bit. We have a handful. Yeah, we have a handful of those. But <laughs> ultim ultimately – what it comes down to is making sure that you show up, you get acclimated to the process of going to class. You don't get, you don't let the insecurity cripple you from showing up for long enough to achieve the requisite level of skill to enjoy it. Yeah. It takes, unless you have unless you're slanted towards liking those kinds of things, it takes time to become familiar enough with it for the uncertainty aspect to kind of 
come down and the feeling of unpreparedness to go down as well. And doing this kind of skill and mastery chasing is something that's going to pop you into flow. And it's not just in jujitsu flow. It's flow and you get used to getting there. And uh, the level of uncertainty that you have when you make it to where you can hit flow sometimes is zero. That's like zero uncertainty. And you just have to give it the right amount of time to get to that level of familiarity. <laughs> Boom, and we're back. We got a <laughs> we got a, we had another we had a little kid who needed some attention. <laughs> so we're we're back. Dinosaurs was the attention he needed. Di- dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're back, and I believe we were talking about the futility of comparing yourself to other people. Um, you aren't always going to positively compare to people. There's people in the room that have done it literally their whole life. Yeah, and that is becoming more and more common. I've got a 16-year-old kid that, uh, guess what my guess what our instructor just texted me last night that it's time to do? I have no idea. Give him a fucking purple belt. He well, rolled with Joe last night, and Joe's like, Jeff, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I mean, this this 16-year-old kid. I'm that kid. <laughs> just he say, just tools on me. <laughs> holy cow! And I'm like Jeff, please give him his purple belt. Holy cow! That would make that would make me feel so much better Man. if he was wearing purple. Oh, I told uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, obviously, we started comparing, but Andre uh, has brought up a couple times one of the guys that he just got his blue belt. Should have had his blue belt for a long time, but he had an issue with uh, insecurity. Um, tapping people in class uh, that you don't necessarily need to tap. Um, and finally, he broke through through his head, and he had it, but he got his blue belt. And Andre, thank God he got his blue belt. I told Jeff. <laughs> Jeff was like, he said, why? And I was like, Andre's like, Bradley is just tools him. He's like, he's got to have his blue belt. Like, <laughs> Jeff just thought it was funny. He was like, I'll understand completely. But. Yeah, man, I have to bring out all of my guns to get a tap on him and he's a lot smaller than me he'll he'll show up on one of the rolling videos on the main channel for at some sure point. I'll, i'm gonna get after you bradley <laughs> we can do we could do a comparison side by side of him like messing me up and then chase messing him up <laughs> or like me me on Tuesday with him where I'm still fresh, and then me on Friday with him where he's just completely messing yeah, me up. That changes everything too, right? Yeah, and that's he's younger. Yeah, like if I get him at the end of an open mat, I don't stand a chance. At least at this current iteration of yeah. me, where I've let my physical attributes go. Understood. And I don't think that I'll, like, the only thing I'll ever have on him is weight. I think he's better than me at all of the other physical attributes. He's gotten good, man. And he's super good. He's gotten good. Like, and in many places, he'd be a purple. His, uh, he'll, he'll be one. So I'll, I'll be pushing hard for ADCC soon for all of our guys. He'll be one of them that'll, that'll start his runs. That'd be very, very yeah. fun. But yeah, there's, you can't compare yourself to other people. No, there's people in the room that are really good. That's what all yeah. that was about. Is there's yeah. people in the room that are, just absolutely really and you can't look around and tell by the belt like you're not able to tell until you to grab them god yeah yeah yep yeah there's attributes experience level age natural aptitude these things we mentioned before there is no way you can apples to apples compare yourself to somebody else 
That is not possible. And yeah. it feels like it should be. We even have the colored belts to tell us that this is an apple and I am also an apple. It's just not true. There's too many factors. So the only apples to apples comparison you can have is to yourself. Yep. And um, that that's where you're a special apple. You're the only apple. <laughs> apple. <laughs> yeah. The only apple like you No, the uh, record yourself, watch yourself, record yourself, watch yourself. Um, if you want to see growth, don't do it, but about every six weeks and record yourself for two days every six weeks and see uh, if you're okay with not seeing clear growth and watch yourself every day and you'll see yourself over time get better. Uh, but if you, and, and, you know, I'd even break it down. Okay. Watch yourself do th these five techniques, you know, try these. Um, and most of the time instructors will allow you to record. You always have to ask. Um, definitely ask. Definitely ask. Um, and know that if you set a little camera up in the corner, it uh, it turns the intensity of the drill up a little bit. Uh, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, only compare against yourself. That's uh, that's huge. You're gonna have people in the room, and you know what I've found is, at, you know, as groups of guys get better, um, other guys find their way. We just had our first. Uh, we've had a couple black belts that have randomly found their way. They're in a town, whatever. But we've got a brown belt local that just signed up. You know, and that's exciting. Yeah, that's that's different. Um, you know, we're, we're yeah, that's different. Was he there last night? Two nights ago. Two nights. Ago. Not last night. No. Oh, I was I was on the mats that night. Yeah. Okay. I think I know who we're. Talking yeah, he was about. wearing a brown. Uh, a brown rash guard. Yeah. 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 He was labeled up. Yeah. yeah, he was labeled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you we're gonna start getting jujitsu guys. And we're starting yeah. to get them. Yeah. It's cool. But we're sixty dollars a month, so anybody in the world that wants to train should come and train at Gemma. <laughs> like sixty dollars a month, like really, like for now. We'll yeah. see. We'll no, see. No, it won't. It, it won't go up. We'll see. It'll stay. It's crazy. What about inflation? All right, well, well, then we need more fundraising. Inflation. That's why we keep it low, and that's the conversation we have. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll ask to give. Right. We'll ask you to give five, ten, fifteen, twenty, up to forty dollars a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this this uh, comparison to other th others thing, it's just a, it's a futile thing. Um, apples to apples comparison yourself, and focus on chasing mastery. I love that. That's that's the way. Yeah, and it's that, a way to get over it all, really. Um, when you understand that fully, you know. If you don't understand that fully, you know, start looking into that. Yeah, the art of impossible um, flow by Mihai. I don't know how to, I don't, it's not back oh. there, <laughs> but like they're, they're like study flow. It's gonna, it's gonna help. Yeah. It'll help. It'll help you chase mastery and feel fulfilled. It reduces insecurity. It reduces anxiety because you're making the right goals. You're, you're, you're chasing it the right way. You're building your motivation in the right way. So just, that's a general tip for life, not just jujitsu, but yeah. God, it really helps with jujitsu. Um, yeah, chase mastery with intentionality, and the insecurity will go away for the most part. Mm. It'll come back in little fits and spurts, but then you'll be prepared to deal with it by continuing to chase yep. mastery again. Yep. So uh, the perfectionism bit. Perfectionism is all or nothing, and that is really ineffective in very many ways because 
<laughs> oh God, there's just so many ways. But like you're going to feel insecure if you're chasing perfection and you don't get it, especially if that's like a I chased perfection. I'm going to be perfect. And that's a part of your stated outward personality. That's going to be tough for you in jujitsu. Yeah, man. There's again, we saw, there's so many guys that are good. Um, the saddest thing is when you see uh, is whether it's amateur or a guy that turns pro. And their career was based on being perfect. You know, they 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 got a crazy good career. They're training. They're making money. Four o five and oh, they lose a fight, and it's like, wait, what? You were chasing, man. That's not health, man. You're done now. Yeah, man. You know, I lost a fight. I'm like, well, oh, you know, and it was just, it's not. I've seen it so many times. Um, you know, that's that's very 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 rare. And then the the couple rare cases of people that have chased perfection, like. Listen to what they say about it, because <laughs> they definitely don't tell you to be a perfectionist. You know that's not what they say. Yeah, they they get closer to perfection by chasing the pro the the process. Yeah, yeah, they Finding love it. That's mastery. what they love. Yeah, yeah. Finding flow, they all of those things. Best, but that's yeah. not that's not perfectionism. It just sounds like yeah. it. Like they sound the same, chasing mastery and perfectionism. They sound the same. They're not. They're fundamentally different because chasing mastery is setting the right goals and achieving them and kind of organizing yourself around being able to do that. Perfectionism is it has to be perfect or I'll feel like crap. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, everything has to be exactly the way it's supposed to be. Or, yeah. Now, if you're somebody who is very perfectionist, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, but like if, if you tend towards that, you know, make shifts if you can. If you can't immediately make all those shifts, focus on the smaller pieces of jujitsu. Am I tucking my elbow to my body when I'm doing my movements? Um, did I bridge the right way? Even in this failed escape, did I at least bridge the right way? Yeah. You know, well, and, and we're really talking about, uh, Taking you know perfectionism out of out of the competing part out of, out of the rolling part because I, I think you know you can drill that way, right? When you drill it, you drill it like it's like you're trying to get it perfect. But you know you have to understand whenever you touch it's just like we're talking about getting rid of that insecurity and in rolling, right? So it's yeah, like that's a, not where, that, that's yeah. I just want to make sure yeah. I'm clear that like perfection, it, it you're that that's what's going to make you really really good. Is it you know good? That's what's but but when it comes to your rolling, you know that's where you have to detach from that in your rolling. Like that's a yeah, rolling's different than just the drilling side. I I, I was just didn't think I wanted to make sure that we didn't like no being a perfectionist isn't isn't a bad thing. And so we're not saying that. You know, it's detach from that in your rolling, and that's going to help with that insecurity. Right? Because right? I mean, I drill I, when I drill. Every point is exactly the way it's supposed to be. Has to be. Yeah, that's that's a part of the part of the chasing mastery bit. Yeah, that's uh, what being, I was being as perfect as you can be in your skills, uh, but do do you beat yourself up if you're not getting the exact detail completely correct? Well, it, periodically, but it bothers me. I like guess it's, it's something I work. I'm working on it. It's a negative. It's clear negative effect in rolling in competition. I've 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 lost competition before. Because I hit something and I was like, ah, that wasn't right. And then I lost because of that. Mm. Yeah, so it definitely is something that has shown up negatively and something that I have to cut out of live and 
that kind of thing. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. Um, mm. Okay. So, conditional self-esteem sucks. You you see his sad face when he was talking about it. We want to avoid those sad faces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so don't try not to have your your self-esteem depend upon your performance. Um, just work as best you can to get it as close to correct as possible. And I feel like navigating the imperfect spots in jujitsu is really where you start to see a lot of separation in terms of skill. Yeah, for sure. Work everywhere. Work places that you don't have the best uh, skill set in. And yeah, so... Uh, Agree with you. Get com- <laughs> get get comfortable with it. It's it's gonna happen a lot. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to the anxiety bit. This is the last little section that we have. Um, some things that we can do to combat the anxiety and get more comfortable on the mats right away. <clears throat> Talk back to your inner critic. I'm big on mantras. I really like, uh, you know, whatever you know if it's whatever your insecurity is, you know, reversing it, wording it the right way and making sure that's what you're thinking about and that's what you're saying until you don't have to say it anymore. You know, there's nothing wrong with sitting there that first part of class and that's all you're saying because it'll break. You know, not not giving the brain any time to think anything else. Yeah. You need to make sure that your um, your momentum is in the right spot. You don't want this, like, you don't want to get stuck in this like negative inertia. Yeah. Um, so break out of that. However, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of inertia in emotions. There's a lot of inertia that you have to get over. And you could talk back to your inner critic and try to approach it with as open of a mind as possible. Be as outcome independent as possible. And this is a skill. Like, it's going to take repetitions. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to take repetitions. People think like, oh, this person's mentality, it makes them special. This per- The people who have the mentality have mental repetitions to be the way that they are. Mm-hmm. It's just like lifting weights, yep. mental weights. Mental and physical reps to, yep. to push through it, no question. Yep. We're, we're uh, doing something specific, one of our kids, to get him over uh, kind of the anxiety of the first part of the season so when every time Landon's coming in he's getting three matches against three random adults and he doesn't get you know boom that's what's happening it'll be watched by the by our head instructor it'll be sitting in the middle of the mats and you know that that's just that's going to start breaking through that that little bit of anxiety of back to the beginning of the season you got you don't know who you're going against yep repetitions yep. so fight back against it don't don't yeah. let it don't let it uh don't let it take hold and keep you still no 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 so uh, the other thing we can do, especially, especially when it comes to social anxiety, is preparing ourselves in advance. If, if you have social anxiety, which is unfortunately becoming a more and more common issue, talking to someone on the phone on your way to class can really help warm you up. In fact, that's like a common interviewing tactic. You know, you, you talk to someone, you smile while you're talking to them, you, you get used to interacting and then you walk in and you're already warmed up. So you don't you don't sit there like, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's it, it'll help, I promise. I, in fact, I did that for my first it's few pretty classes. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, 
if you're feeling more anxious because of your performance, you're, you're just going to have to go and perform as best you can. Yeah. Let the skill acquisition take care of itself. Focus on the narrow goals. Then you can have the, the positive feedback of achieving something, and it'll, it'll help. Yeah, well, uh, write down all the, the factors, like how long have you done it, how long, you know, like, and that, that should help some too. Like you really got to put it in perspective. Like like our instructors had a black belt for 20-something years. You know, you got to have that in, and he wrestled for 10 years before that. You know, and did judo and did sambo. So it's like you really don't know. So you've got to have that understanding. There, there, like this isn't like high school sports or middle school sports or youth sports in general. It's not college sports. You know where you've got college sports. You still got guys that just started in the eleventh grade. You know, they did one year of high school and they might have only played for five years. <laughs> you know, there there are guys that have literally done this for their whole life. Um, so yeah, you, you've got you've got to have that in perspective um, when it comes to performance and skills. Like, yeah, and and that's a beautiful thing. Like it's there's a lot of uh, that that can come from those super high level, super knowledgeable guys. So it's not a deterrent. You know, like you're 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 fine. Um, your performance and skills will get better. You know, and it's and the fact that there's guys that have been on the mats for that long. It's a good sign. That means that you know there there's a lot to learn. You know there, there's a lot of knowledge there that you're not gonna get bored with it. These guys are still in it. Like, yeah, right, writing down all of the factors is very helpful for helpful for helping you sort things out in your head. Yeah, that's that's why journaling is so powerful. Um, just try it. If if you're having issues with that, then it's it's worth a shot. Yeah, no question. Um, another thing that I like as a strategy for dealing with anxiety is walking into class with the idea of being an impartial observer, um, paying very close attention to what's actually happening instead of what you fear might happen or what is not actually happening really helps to get you out side of yourself because anxiety is internal yeah if we're focusing outward it's far less likely that we're going to get really focusing on what's going on yeah focus on what's going on Uh, that that focus on something external will kick you out of anxiety agreed i like it because that is what you should kind of always focus on is the present the now you know, try to. That's what you're aiming for. That's what jujitsu should. Whoop, that's what jujitsu should uh, be helping with anyway. You know, yeah, being present. Yeah, being present. You have to be present. Oh, what am I going to eat for? Ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. <clears throat> all right. So that's that's our rundown of like the, the different things that lead to feeling insecure in jujitsu. Get better. On on and off the mats, you know, chase mastery. Um, do all of these little strategies to help you get to where you're chasing mastery, and chasing mastery will take care of itself. Yeah. It will take care of all of this for you. So um, we hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, smash the like button, and we will see you in the next episode.